0: What's up, y'all? This is Nick Luciano. And this is Blake Moore. And and welcome welcome to Tratter Talk. Talk. This is a podcast centered around the country lifestyle and how to be a positive influence. We're going to have some awesome guests on the show share our stories and cover uplifting topics to encourage y'all to conquer the day. Look out for new episodes every Wednesday on all podcast platforms and YouTube. And don't forget, smile every day and know your worth. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Chatter Talk, a podcast that's centered around uh, the country lifestyle and how to be a positive influence. So today we got Kay McGuire with me. Um, we're going to be doing this. Uh, we're going to try to get this done, right?
1: Yeah, there ain't no trying about nothing. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> this podcast is brought to you by Ariat, innovative and award-winning performance products for all types of outdoor work environments. <laughs> we're going to keep that, Paul. Yeah. Keep that. I'm going to get this down, bro. We're going to run it up. But anyway, today we have Caden McDonald with us, and uh, we're going to get to know Caden McDonald a little bit. Oh, yeah. But I guess first we're going to have to initiate something here. So normally uh, we have nicknames for each other, and we got two Caden's in here. So how are we going to do this? How you guys want to do this?
1: I think we call him Paper Sack.
2: Paper Sack? Yeah. Can I get a description of why you came up with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a pretty small dude, you know? Real (laughs) tiny arms, like and I don't know. It, it just it reminds me like if you if a paper sack gets wet it rips real easy oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> i don't
2: even know how to i, I got nothing for that
0: i oh, guess we're going with it oh, i'm just joking all right let's get into this thing <clears throat> all right so kaden uh let's just talk about like kind of where you're from man like where you, where you come from and uh Kind of like fill us in on like your childhood and stuff.
2: Mm, so I was born in Phoenix, Arizona, and I lived there until I was 10. And then my family and I, we all moved out to Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, got a couple acres out there. We uh, grew up with a little farm. And one of the main reasons we moved out there was for Texas high school football. We knew it was going to be great and stuff like that. We all know the hype about Texas high school football, and my whole family is an athlete family. But I grew up in Texas uh, in a small town uh, called Hazlitt, Texas. And uh, lived all my life there till high school, and then ended up going to San Diego State to play college football there. But uh, yeah, it's basically where I grew up at. It was right outside of Fort Worth, so really familiar with all the stockyards and all that stuff. And ironically, my last name is McDonald, and I grew up on a farm. So
0: Old McDonald had a farm. <laughs> yeah, you bet.
2: Maybe that's the nickname. We should just go with Old McDonald. Old McDonald I'll take that over paper sack. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> that might be a little
0: bit better. <laughs> oh shoot! So. Uh, you said your family's big, big into sports, mm-hmm. athleticism. So, I guess when did when did your your passion? I guess let me rephrase the question. Have you always had a passion for playing sports, or did your? I know you talked to me personally. Like your dad was really, I guess your hype guy on football. Mm-hmm. When so, did your passion for all that start?
2: So, it honestly, when I was a kid, I've always been very competitive, but. My whole family has an athletic background. My mom was an All-American volleyball player at West Texas A&M. My dad started four years at Arkansas State a defensive tackle. My older brother played linebacker at North Texas. I played linebacker at San Diego State as well as my little brother. He plays linebacker at San Diego State as well. But it always started when I was as a young age. I started playing football when I was five. We played all sports growing up. But uh, my whole family's always been like real driven in sports, and that's just really what we like thrive the most at is competing and just mm-hmm. working to try to be the best we can and that's something I've always like lived and try to like thrive my like run myself on it's always like be the best you can if you're gonna do it do it 100 there's no need to do anything halfway if you're gonna participate in it yeah
0: yeah absolutely dude
1: yeah I feel that so you are an inside linebacker for San Diego State correct mm-hmm. yep I'm assuming you like defense more than offense
2: 100 i I th- I want to hit the quarterback. That's what I do. That's my job. That's what I thrive on is putting my nose right on the ball carrier. That's what I like to do.
1: I like that. Did you uh Did you have any like offense experience like coming up through school? Uh, in Pee Wee and
2: middle school and stuff like that, I played running back, a little tight end in high school. Uh, but basically de- defense was my bread and butter. That's where I thrived at. It's much easier in offense. I think just chasing people down, hitting them as hard as you can. Yeah, that's your only job. Yeah, I can see that.
1: Also, though, like back in the day, like high school, were you always like pretty built through school? So
2: I, I kind of matured a little faster. I was a little taller than everyone. But coming out of high school, my senior year, I was 185 pound linebacker. So, didn't get much looks at by like big power five schools. Got recruited by smaller schools in mm-hmm. San Diego State. Gave me a chance. And I got there, and by sophomore year, I was 225, blew up, and then now I'm six three, two 6'3", 235, rocking and
1: rolling. A whole beast. Yeah, I was going to say, someone like you coming through the hole, uh, I would probably like try to like tackle you by your shoelaces if you were a running back, but mm-hmm. also like being a fullback coming through the hole and having to take on like a ice hit from you. I don't know if that's what you call it. But... Uh-huh, we
2: just nose them up. You just got to spill them or hammer them is what we call yeah, it. Yeah, I would hate to be a fullback all
1: game long. That Man. would suck.
2: No, it's not that bad. The, vet, the 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 most challenging thing is the linemen because they got at least 70 to 100 pounds on you and you just got to put your nose right in them and just knock their head back that's the only way to do it yeah that's yourself you're gonna get destroyed that's something
1: so is that we notice all right we just got to give everyone a quick little smile here
2: okay here's my smile here and then now i got this
1: so give us a little background story on how you lost your front tooth
2: so originally i broke it out in fifth grade i got a water gun thrown at me and i got it fixed and it's been fixed the rest of my life and then versus utah this year It was third quarter, come through the hole, hit the quarterback and we're both in the air. And the first thing that hits is my helmet to the ground. And then he comes down, I get up, I'm like, let's go. And like, when you say an L, like you can feel that it's gone, like your teeth, like look around, I'm like, oh geez, my front tooth is gone. And I'm looking on the ground for it, looking all over the turf for it. And I was like, it's gone, I can't find it. And I go to put my mouthpiece back in and it's literally snapped off, like jammed in my mouthpiece. And that was first down. So then I just slap it back in, like the mouthpiece went two more plays with it. And then they called a timeout and we go to the sideline. I literally pull it out of my mouthpiece and like put it in my head coach's hand and smile at him. I was like, I need you to hold this. Like we got the rest of the game to play. I, got, I don't I can't hold, it, I'll lose it. And so that's basically how that went. And then since September I've been toothless. Hence that's the name crazy. I get called Toothless Cowboy on TikTok and stuff.
0: Yeah. I've seen a lot of your videos <clears throat> actually like That's what you're known for. Yeah. Is the toothless cowboy, you know? It's kind of my little
1: trademark thing is having the tooth out. Toothless cowboy sounds better than what paper sack too. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. We could probably roll with that. Yeah. (laughs) Call him toothless. (laughs) So not only are we both named Caden, our last name starts with Mick. Yeah. But we're also missing our front left tooth. Yours Mine's half fake too. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I broke mine off in football.
2: Dang, getting, we need to get yours removed so we can be able to pop them both out. I think
1: I'm going to keep mine, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I keep will my. say
2: some of the ladies like it. They like that hockey look, the front tooth out. But I can't speak for all of them, but I know a couple do. <laughs>
1: they do be
0: going nuts for you, though, on that.
1: Well, yeah, look at him. He's a full freaking NFL linebacker.
2: No, not NFL yet. We're trying to get there. We're, get, we're trying to. Mm-hmm. God willing, we get that opportunity.
1: So how has social media helped you? All in general and also like kind of in your football career, make a name for yourself. So in general, the one
2: thing I really wanted to use my social media for is to like evangelize and spread the word of God on there. And so like when I do my lives and stuff like that, I always talk about the Lord. I always end every live with a prayer. I always pray like pray out my lives and like that's what my people know for. They're like when I'm like, I'm getting off, they're like, Okay, it's time to pray us out. So I always pray on my lives and like if anyone has any questions about the Lord, like I always will answer them the best I can. I don't know everything either. And then on my Instagram, like I'll, I'm not afraid to post scripture out there and yep. let people know I love the Lord. So that's the biggest thing that I've loved about my social media blowing up is I get to spread the word of God more. But in football and stuff too, it just helps me get my name out there, and then it also helps because now we can get paid in sponsorships for football now. They just passed that deal, so now I get the opportunity to get more sponsorships, more endorsements, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. with my social media blowing up, that opens me like uh, more lanes for me to get uh, endorsements and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome.
0: Because awesome. <clears throat> I mean, I, I mean to answer your question for what you just said, like I mean. Social media has helped you, brought brought you on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you met me and Caden, and, I mean, you're our first, like, a, like sponsored athlete. Like, mm-hmm. you're the first person that played, like, you know, college ball, and you're verified. That's a that's a plus, too. I mean, that's, you shake your head at that, but, like, that's... That's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's, I, like, it means, you're like, you're official, man. Yeah. It's, so, be proud of that, for one. Yeah but like <clears throat> i don't know i just i see that you know social media's help with i don't even know man it's just it's cool what social media can just freaking do with mm-hmm. friendships and every like every opportunity that's, that that's ever That's that's the next thing i was going to
2: talk about is social media has helped me meet you guys like hmm. like i dm Tratter co asking to be like cuz now we could get deals and stuff i DM'd y'all saying like yeah you want to do a sponsorship something like that and ended up doing that and that's how we started off it was like a business thing and then now we're all homies and friends and stuff like that through social media that's branched us out to that and i've met so many people and got to be able to like be a part of so many people's lives and stuff like that just because social media allowed that too and so it's really a blessing of what if you use it the right way social mm-hmm. media can really be a tool for
0: success oh yeah, oh, yeah absolutely and that's like <clears throat> it's kind of like what tratter co kind of is that's what we stand behind is doing that because in all honesty like you know social media brings out friendships on on a computer or like on a phone but then like you said, like we branched out, we go out dancing together now on the weekends whenever you're home, like every time you're home, like we always hang out and do stuff. And that's just like a lot of gaining in fellowship. Yeah. You know as well. It's just oh, that's really cool. It's like, it's meant to be. Mm-hmm.
1: If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's kind of like going off the beginning of your answer like that's kind of what started everything, like the initial your reasoning for social media was one to evangelize one your faith and two when you reached out to us about the whole like kind of sponsorship deal. Like it was all faith based. And I think that's why like we connect the way we do is like bros. Like one, we have the same faith and we get to share our God and that's our ultimate love. Mm -hmm. And two, it just like brings you closer together to like be bros. Like you said, fellowship, like that fellowship, Mm -hmm. just sitting there by the pool and hanging out and being goofy. Dude, it's, it's like a whole different ball game of like that core group of friends. Whenever you have that center relationship Mm -hmm. around around God. Yeah. When you have the
2: same morals and same wants in life, like it's real easy to like collaborate and like be like close with other people who have the same goals and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it really is like a true blessing to meet a group of guys that love the Lord like you do.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's cool too. Cause like we got, especially, I mean, it sucks sometimes with you being in Cali right now, but granted you're in about to be prime time seasoner coming mm-hmm. up here soon. So you'll probably be gone for a hot minute, but like whenever you're done and stuff and you're back down here, dude, like me and Blake, it's cool because we get to have those conversations all the time about like the stuff we struggle with and the stuff we know we suck at and the things that we got to get better at. Mm-hmm. And like I, I already know like right off the rip, like you're one of us with all that. And it's like we're going to have some really freaking cool conversations yeah, in the future.
2: By all means, no one's perfect. And everything. We all have our struggles. No matter how great we may seem on social media, that's only one part of it that you mm-hmm. see. We all have our struggles. We all have our, our battles that we go through. That's why we have each other to lean on. That's why Christ is so great because we can always lean on his shoulder to pull us through anything that we're going through. Cool. I got saying I always say is you gotta appreciate the valleys because you won't appreciate the mountaintops that you're on after that if you don't.
0: Yeah. hmm <clears> That's <throat> cool. Cause like <clears throat> me and Kate were talking on the way here about um, basically the same thing, like of our struggles and stuff. And we talk about this All the time on the podcast, and there's some other things that me and Caden have talked about, and I feel like sometimes we, one of us will have to remind each other. Like it doesn't matter, like all the time, how much it would cost for a podcast Mm -hmm. doesn't matter how much. Like as long as someone's hearing the Lord's name and knowing that we are not struggling and that we are helping out, and just one person,
2: that may be all it's worth. You never know. It may just this all might affect just one person, and it's worth it because that person. Safe for eternity.
0: Yeah, that guy might struggle with like putting out a podcast or something, you know, because like we work our butts off to be able to put these podcasts out, you mm-hmm. know. So I don't think it matters for sometimes. Like as long as, as long as someone hears that someone else is struggling that the same thing you are, and then you are spreading the love of God. And letting not let it like letting everyone know that you're not ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's I don't know, that sticks out to me. Yeah hard.
2: Definitely is the thing. It's, it's a like big flex for me. You're not alone is the thing. It's oh, like a yeah. people struggle. Like you may feel alone in that point, but there I promise you that's why you need to reach out and ask people for help because oh, yeah. people will help. There's always a helping hand out there. And people may have gone through what you've gone through and they, they may not have even told you that. So you just never know without asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So <clears throat> to get a more on track with um kind of like your life and stuff where do you see yourself in five years obviously probably football but I mean
2: well all around my life goal is like I've always since I was a child wanted to play NFL football so that's like my number one goal like for occupation wise and stuff like that. I'd love to be an NFL linebacker that's my bread and butter that's what I want to do that's what I'm striving to work for that's my Besides my faith, that's my number one priority is try to be NFL linebacker. Mm-hmm. But the rest just kind of leaving up to God. I mean, I had my own timeline. I'm like, oh, I want to be married by 22. I'd like to have kids by 24. Like we have all that timeline stuff. I turned 24 in August. So it's like, it's not on my watch. It's on God's watch. So I, I put it all in God's hands. And whenever it's time for me to get married, he's going to lay that woman right in front of me. And when it's time to have children, he's going to bless that and allow that. So. As much plans as I like to that I made growing up, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be married by this, have kids by this, I'm gonna live here. It's it's a whirlwind when you realize that you're you're the one not in control and that you just gotta have faith <laughs> in God and let Him handle it. Are You
0: thinking what I'm thinking in my head right now? <laughs> yep, <laughs> you're literally us. Y'all thinking the same thing? <clears throat> that would that would be our same exact yep. answer. Like we obviously like I wanted to be married by 22. Rough, like I, I mean obviously in high school because I was in a really long relationship so I figured you know yeah 22 probably get married you know have kids and that obviously
1: that flunked so we literally have that's that's, yeah, that's that's crazy yeah that's kind of been like my dream my whole life like I want to get married early I want to start a family early I want to be like that family that has like that goals relationship but I mean in all honesty like I sit back and look at it and even though I wanted that like you said it's not our timeline mm-hmm. it was my want but I wasn't ready for that and God's I mean I still want that deeply now, but I, I think there's still things that God's still preparing me for when that time comes. So I don't mess it up.
2: That's a, that's a big thing. It's like God's timing. And he's like all the broken relationships you've been in, like they groom you up and you learn so much for Mm -hmm. that person. So if you walk in the light of the Lord and like walk his walk and like practice what you preach, then he'll bless us and give us that. So even when we do struggle and go through those hard times of breakups and stuff like that, or loneliness, singleness, like mm-hmm. there's a reason in, like for that, and so, but yeah, I always just trust God's timing on it because we can't control it anyways. So if you do mm-hmm. try to control it, it you'll see how He treats you. It's like you'll it, mm-hmm. make it in if it's not in His will.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's, <clears throat> hey, it's so crazy how like we all have the same mindset.
1: I'm just so mind blown over how everything. First name's the same, last name starts the same, we're both missing our front tooth, we both started social media to spread the gospel. I mean, my first thing I ever did with social media was, I started a Bible study.
2: See, that's something I've been wanting to get into, is start <laughs> preaching like a, a morning scripture, like either on live or just post like a, a thing like once a week, like, because you never know who's going to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Dude, I, definitely want I
1: started start. a Bible study on Zoom, just because I was like, you know what, man, I've I started like posting all kinds of like videos on there, like scripture and everything. And then I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna start a Bible study." And within a month, we were having a thousand people on every Holy Friday.
0: Cow. There's people from like not even the United States on there. There's people from out of state or out of the country.
1: Yeah, at one there was one Bible study we had. <clears throat> we had people in fi- every state in the U.S. in seven different countries,
2: making it worldwide. to Spread the word of God. That's on a Zoom Bible study from TikTok. That's awesome! What a blessing that is. That's. That's reaching out to people. That's touching people that maybe you couldn't get. That's the thing going back to social media. You, maybe you don't get that face-to-face. And with COVID and everything that was going on too, mm-hmm. now still trying to spread the name of God through technology and stuff like that and through social media and it allowed you to reach it's people a cool all tool, over yeah. the
1: world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Eminem said, try to walk a mile in my shoes, but I feel like I've already walked like a lifetime in both of your shoes already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do something goofy. Oh, yeah, we're going to do a game. Would you rather have... No knees or no elbows. Dude, I don't know. Well, no knees would make me short, and I feel like I would hurt my chances on no, getting away. You're just
2: like you're, You just can't bend anymore. So you're just locked out.
1: Oh, no elbows for sure.
2: So you would like to hug like this?
1: Yeah, better than walking like this. Like a penguin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely no. Okay, I got another yeah. one. Would you rather have
2: wet socks all the time soaking wet or Cheeto fingers all the time.
1: Cheeto fingers. Cheeto fingers. All day. Can I, like, at least get the flavor? Like, but then it's. Get the flavor?
2: I'm sure, yeah, you can get the flavor, but it ain't going away.
1: Oh, Cheetos all why'd day. Why'd you have to
0: go in on that? You, I wanted to taste it. But why would you, why'd you have to Like, you don't have Cheeto dust on your fingers and you still lick you your still, fingers? But if
1: you imagine no. it, then it just, you're yeah.
0: It ain't, no. Yeah. You can't imagine Cheeto dust on your fingers <laughs> and, and then, taste it.
1: It's, yeah, huh? No. I just did it. No. That's how... Right there. Look at that Cheeto. Mm.
2: Dude. Mm.
0: It's just the sound oh. effects. That go what was that? that. <laughs> he didn't have to do that. ASMR. Is that
1: barbecue dude. sauce? Mmm. Oh. Oh, is that dog poop? With bacon wrapped around it? <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, hey. it's... No, he would eat anything with bacon wrapped around it, dude. For yeah. Real. I told him I ain't eating no dog crap. That's... You'd
1: eat it. You grab wrap a dog turd and bacon, cook that sucker on a grill. <laughs> Delish,
2: all day. <laughs> no, dude, that's where I draw the line in the sand.
1: Yeah, it's right there. Well, that's your first problem. Was I wasn't in the sand. I was in a very <laughs> luscious dog nutrition. What did what the flip did I just say nutrition? Yeah, I meant to say nutritious. <laughs> nutritious backyard. Yeah, you need to learn words. Do I? Yeah yeah
0: all right Wrong. mcdonald would you rather have hands for feet or feet for hands
2: do i get to keep my so if i choose hands for feet am i keeping my hands here or does it just take away the other one i think it's just taking away the other one
0: i think you get to keep your hands i think
2: well then i'm definitely choosing hands i turn into a monkey
0: right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's that's,
1: yeah. that's fire. You Why would you want a down? foot for a hand?
0: I don't know. It's just a question that Maybe people just always
1: ask. Slap someone or something. But... No, I hate feet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why would I want to sit there and look at a foot all day? You can't even. That means you have to wear shoes. Well, i have to look clothes. at you. Are you calling me a foot? Yeah. You know what I call you?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll think about it real quick. Come on.
1: Oh, I know what I call you. You know what I call you? you keep adding on. Say it. Worthless. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's a good thing we find our worth in Jesus.
1: Oh, that was good. I like that. But Blake never would have thought of that off the top of his head. What, that you're worthless?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because that ain't a very hard one to come up with. All right, y'all. So we're going to move into our next section of area affirmations. This is where we ask people, um, or this is where we post on our Instagram stories and people ask us questions. And we kind of give y'all real-life advice from just our own personal point of views so just to remind y'all as we always do we are not psychiatrists or doctors or anything such like that we're just three dudes on a podcast that probably deal with the same stuff y'all do all right so the first question is we'll start with you kaden mcdonald uh what are some daily struggles as a christian on social media
2: I would say for me personally is getting caught up in how many likes you get, how many views you get, and your worth is not found in what you get out of social media. That's not where your worth is. And so I always need to like reflect back and like look back in in my faith and be like, my worth is not found in whatever, however many followers I have, however this I have on social media. It's found in how God sees me and what God wants from me. That's one of the big things. And then I would say like, having to deal with like the hate stuff on there as well. And it's having like a loving heart for everybody, no matter what they say about you. Cause in the scripture it says, you should love your enemies, love your neighbor. And so no matter like how they feel towards me, I'm always going to be like loving and always have an open arms for them if they want to come back in. So that's one thing I always deal with is like dealing with the hate and stuff like that. And always having like a loving heart for everyone, no matter how they view me, i always be loving towards them. Yeah. Right on. Sometimes that's hard. <laughs>
1: It
0: is, and uh, like a few podcasts ago, me and Kaden kind of talked about <clears throat> having pride, and like that's not chill. And like me and him, me and Kaden deal with that on social media alone, in a way, because comment the comment section for just me as a Christian in general grinds my gears, because mm-hmm. like I could, every everyone's gonna have a opinion, always okay. And whether that is, like, if a guy thinks, you know, uh, drinking out in public is, you know, a sin or something or cussing is a sin or whatever these things are. Like, everyone has, you know, a certain different opinion on whatever. And I think the most, the one thing that grinds my ears most is, like, how people get caught up in other everyone else's life. Because one thing that I've learned is that having, like, you're not supposed to judge anyone else's morals. Mm Or their own lifestyle. Like that. Like Caden always says, worry about your own, in all honesty. I don't know. I, it's a tough subject for me because I don't want to say something. And, you know, people who are listening are going to take it the wrong way. Because mm-hmm. there's one way we could all talk to each other and understand. But mm-hmm. I don't want to say something that is going to...
1: Well, that's called using righteous judgment. Like among amongst believers like it's bl- biblical to use righteous judgment amongst believers but a lot of times like you're saying like being a christian on social media a lot of people don't use righteous judgment they use do this
2: mm-hmm. this yeah. well, going off of that it says in scripture it's like don't worry about the the splinter and some on your neighbor's eye when there's when a plank you, when in yours. There's a log in your eye yeah so it's like make sure you are walking your walk and you're right with god before you Yep. come out on other people and try to call them
0: out like we yeah. need to get
2: ourselves correct first before we help others mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and like you said earlier like <clears throat> you you might not know a whole lot of scripture but you know enough of like if someone asks you a question you know what you can't answer and what you can't answer mm-hmm. and that's how i am mm-hmm. this man right here knows the bible like like the back of his hand and mm-hmm. he can help me with any question i even ever had yeah but and that- my my main thing was uh I guess what you just said—the the judgment is is terrible on yeah. there, and that goes for just normal people in general. Just judgment all around is just awful.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's pretty, it's pretty gross. And like, I mean, I can kind of get into what well, the question was: what How hardest thing for being a Christian on social media? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like like going off of that scripture: like, why worry about the splinter in someone else's eye whenever if there's a log in your own? I think that is so deep, like, to sit there and think about because so many people see somebody with a following and assume, like, okay, they're supposed to be perfect, and then, boom, let me try to put them down so they come out as a better person, when in reality, like, I don't know, it's kind of like a pride thing because whenever somebody, like, comes at me and tells me something, like, hey, I noticed you're doing this wrong, it kind of, like, really gets under my skin because I'm, like, that's not how I intend it to be, intended it to come out as, but, like, I guess I can see where they see it from that. Mm -hmm. But bringing up that scripture again, I think that's so powerful to sit there and like, just let that scripture take you, like just mold you into becoming a disciple. Because if you sit there and realize and recognize that nobody on this earth is perfect, like Romans, it says in Romans, for all fall short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. Like nobody's perfect and everybody is going to have some sort of a splinter or a log in their own eye and that's where righteous judgment comes so into effect because we're supposed to like that righteous judgment is like helping a brother or sister mm-hmm. out not making them feel worthless about their own walk.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let me add this to we're not saying that we don't have a log in our own eyes. Oh, oh dude, yeah. my
1: log is about
2: it's like a whole pine a great tree. Wide oak. It's a yeah, it's a redwood tree. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not saying we're not saying that we're perfect but we also deal with judging others like we're all false toward the glory of god we all sin we're all guilty of this as well we're just here speaking about our side of it like what we see and so i just want to make that clear that we're not saying that we're better than anyone like we also have like sin and judgment that's something we
1: deal with to other people every day every single day yeah that's we just talked about that a lot the last time we were on yeah we did we talked a lot about pride and
0: what we have to do to fix it ourselves yeah That, that, yeah, the the podcasts that we do are always like that. Mm -hmm. It's always like we speak about what we deal with, but then also we kind of talk about, like, how we're going to fix it. Mm -hmm. That's good.
2: A little problem solution. Yeah, it's really good.
0: Um, The second question is, what do you do when you're tired of living on survival mode and
1: want to start enjoying life again? Well, I do these things where they're kind of like, they're like, I grew up calling them memory verses where you kind of like memorize a certain scripture. And I think one that's really helped me and other people that I've talked to is a lot of people hate the Old Testament, but I do love a lot of the books in the Old Testament. And one of these verses is Genesis 1 verse 31. And this is right after the beginning of like all creation. Mm -hmm. And in those, in that beginning stage, it says God created human, Adam. And then he says at the end of that first chapter was "And God saw all he created and considered it very good. So I like to remember, like anytime I'm down on myself, God saw all that he created, man, human, and considered it good. Like God didn't create you and go, hey, eh, you know, like that guy, he's all right. This guy, nah, I don't really like him very much. That guy, he's a piece of crap. God saw all that he created us human and considered his creation very good. So whenever I sit there and remember that to myself, like, okay, God made me who I am today. God created me perfectly how he wanted to make me. I'm going to go live life the way he created me to make it and live it good, have fun with it, and give glory to him. So that's kind of what I just use that memory verse anytime I feel down on myself.
2: Mm-hmm. That's really good.
1: I feel like a lot of people don't have, I mean, a lot of people do not, they
0: do not have that mindset that everyone, like even myself, I feel like I'm living on survival mode and it's kind of sucks because like, you know, being, I usually have like a a weekly recap with myself. Uh, I'll listen to some sermons and stuff with Michael Todd uh, that I've always recommended on this podcast. I listen to him a lot and uh, obviously, and of course going to like the porch on Tuesdays really helps out with like a recap. But like, like Caden said, like once you realize that you're made in his perfect image, what is it? What does it matter to like prove your worth to someone else? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause if you, no one's gonna accept you, then we always know Christ is going to. Yeah. And the first problem people have, the number one problem people have is not accepting their self. Like, if you can't accept yourself and love yourself at first, like, I just don't understand, like, I guess that'd be like your first step was like learning how to love yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. So like talking about what you feel like you're in survival mode and you wanna get in to start like living like a like fun life and good life. I'll like revert back to scripture. Like my favorite scripture is Romans eight twenty eight and it's like all things work for good for those who love the Lord. Mm-hmm. So even so if you're loving the Lord and showing that you, like, you love the Lord and practicing like what he wants for you, like even those struggles, those battles are you're going through are puzzle piecing together for something good. So when you're in survival mode and you feel like you're really fighting and really digging hard, like just know like what you're going through is like growing you to be a better person to like make you like, it's preparing you for what God has for you. Oh yeah. Like that's why we're saying like, oh God, like I want you to test me. Like you're going to get trials then. So like be prepared to put on your armor. Like when you ask for something, you shall receive. It also says in the, in scripture as well. So. Like you may not see how he's giving it to you, but eventually it's going to come down the road or he's got something better for you rather than what you ask for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And I mean, I've been in places, I mean, I'm sure you both have too. Like, I've said those prayers where I'm like, all right, God, I'm ready for it. Like, put me through this fire. Like, test me any way you want to. Do whatever you want to me. I'm ready. I'm going to make a stand. And as soon as that fire comes, I'm like, God, can you send the rain? I ain't ready you for this yet. the water It's getting a little yeah. hot. Yeah. And I've done that many times where I was like, boom, like I'm freaking San Diego State linebacker ready to freaking just tackle everything. And then he throws the running back at me and I'm like, "Mm, no.
2: Takes the legs out from underneath. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think it's like really important to like really like, I mean, I guess just stay rooted.
2: Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so too. That's the main thing It's no matter how you're feeling, whether you're, at the highest high or the lowest low in your life, you need to stay rooted in the Lord and always give the glory to Him because no matter what, like we are nothing without the Lord. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In all honesty, like <clears throat> whenever you do talk about living in survival mode, I feel like a lot of people are just like lost. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever they feel like they're, I mean, I feel that way, of course. I, I feel like I live on, in, in survival mode a lot, but, uh, I think if a guy was to literally find an accountability partner, like your best friend, and honestly, I one thing that was really good for me was like I found a, a guy, um, one of my old buddies back home. Uh, whenever we worked together when I was blue collar, we always came up with different questions to ask. One, it was kind of cool because I was just like a Christian, and he was like old school Baptist, so like you obviously see the Bible at two different ways in mm-hmm. a way, other than like, obviously like God is never like, is the same? Yeah. But <clears throat> you interpret it two different ways. And I thought it was always fun to have that because even though it might, I might not have seen like the point of view from my side, I can see it from his. And it opened up my mind to where like, it wasn't so foggy
1: mm-hmm.
0: because a lot more people deal with, you know, being alone and feeling unaccepted. And that's where you feel like you're on survival mode because you're trying to like
1: please all these people and that ain't how it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. I mean, acceptance in our world, and it's, I think that comes a lot with social media. Is like we compare ourselves a lot. Like, I mean, I'm always comparing myself. Like, dude, I'm, what can I do to kind of make myself kind of have a video like this happen? Or what can I do to look better how like we just compare ourselves so much and social media makes it easy because numbers like numbers talk and people like think well what can i do to be like them so i can grow my numbers like them and that comes to like an acceptance thing but in reality it doesn't really matter who accepts us because god accepts us christ did what he did for us and if it wasn't for that we wouldn't have anything Mm -hmm. so i mean it comes down to like If you want to be accepted, a lot of times I think we think we messed up too many times, like God doesn't accept me anymore. Whenever you sit there and recognize, like Jesus says in Revelations, I stand at the door and knock, those who hear, I will come in and eat with them. A lot of times we just have to sit back and realize, like, Jesus has been there the entire time, sitting there, waiting for us to open up to him, Mm -hmm. but we're so hard-hearted to open up to him and let him come in.
2: Uh Yeah, just focus on ourselves and other things rather than just... Knocking, yeah, like he'll answer like he's there to help you out, like just run to him, and he he'll always be there, no matter how far you run away, he's always gonna take you in open arms, and that's a big thing too that people need to know is there's nothing you can do so much that Jesus will be like, no, you're done, I don't want you rather than denying him, that's the only sin that is unforgiven is denying him at the gates of heaven, yeah, so uh, but that's the big thing is just. <clears throat> always run into the Lord and he'll always accept you no matter what you've done, no matter how bad you feel, he's always there to help you out. and That's why Jesus came to die for our sins to pay. He paid the ultimate sacrifice for all the sin that we do. We sin every day, whether we like it or not, Mm -hmm. no matter who we are, we all sin. So what a blessing for us to have Jesus Christ come and die for our sins and pay that price for us. Amen, bro. Amen.
0: Um, Yeah. I think that's pretty good though for the, for this podcast, yeah it, nice. yeah, it was good. I like yeah. how
2: much y'all talk about
0: faith and stuff like that, and really, oh yeah, put your faith yeah, out there. Well, especially remember me hymns in the in the seats, it, it goes, it goes hard. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I could, I could care two craps about like if people make fun of me or whatever or hate me for it, but like ultimately, like I'd lose whatever. I not it's would.
0: gonna be golden, dude. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. Yeah. You can't
1: take TikTok to heaven, anyways. I ain't gonna be no, hitting. No, it all stays. I ain't gonna be down down hitting here. no dances out there.
2: <laughs> no. I'll hit a dance up there, but it ain't going on TikTok. That all stays down
0: here. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, we just want to thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of Trotter Talk. Uh, and I'll honestly, like, I don't know. Y'all are killing it, to be honest. Like, keep keep on doing what you're doing. Uh, if you guys would love to go follow our socials, uh, we'll Paul put them up there on Trotter House and uh, the Trotter Co. You can also follow Cade McDonald um, above his head right there. We'll put his socials up there. Um, but, yeah, I just want to thank Ariad again. Uh, Don't forget to go follow, like, and review this podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. So uh, peace out and see you all next time.